Welcome to the Y2L podcast. Y2L is a movement of different churches, pastors, youth leaders that come together with one vision, to unite as one body, to make a change in this generation through the redeeming love of Jesus. Y2L sets out to do different events, conferences, youth rallies, worship night throughout different cities in the area. Y2O is located in South Texas, also known as the Rio Grande Valley. If you would like to know more about Y2O, if you would like to know about our upcoming events or simply join the vision and be part of the team, look for more information on our website, weareY20.com. Thank you and hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome back to season three of Y2O Podcast. We made it. This is season three. We want to start by saying thank you to all of our listeners, every message, every comment, every person that has said that this podcast has not only helped them understand more what Y2O is, but just in their purpose in life, taking that next step. And we are excited about season three. So are you ready to hear the what season three will be all about? Season three will be as a resource to you. We really want to help. We believe that Y2O is not the solution, but just something that God is doing of a greater picture. So we believe new generations and, and new movements and, and different people doing different things in different cities, not only in the RGV, which is where Y2O is located, but in other cities across Texas, across the United States, across the world. And so we wanted to inspire you and give you five different things. This is going to be a series of five podcasts that we give you tips and techniques and tools so that you can start your own event or you can start your own ministry uh, or you can keep pushing forward in your own ministry. And please don't stop listening if you're like, oh, I don't want to do any of that. I'm not in ministry. I don't want to do anything for the youth. I don't want to do anything for ministry related. Don't worry. This podcast, as we've said before, is for everyone. If you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, if you're a believer, if you're not a believer, if you're in ministry, if you're not. Because at the end of the day, we believe that our lives exist for two things, to know him and to make him known. And so that's what this podcast at the end of the day will be about, giving you some tools to help reach that step, next step. So please listen along, even if you don't want to do an event or you don't want to do any of that. And if you're a youth pastor, you're a youth from a church, you know, like start taking notes. This is going to be a podcast that you really want to start taking notes. So let's start. So let's get right into it. The first point we have, are you ready? Get something to write with, is if you want to start an event or you want to take your next step into your purpose or you feel God is calling you to do something or you're not even in ministry, the first thing you need before you start something and to your purpose is, number one, prayer. I know We've talked about prayer constantly, and if you're not a believer, you're, you're going to be like, okay, I knew this was going to be something like that. 
Because if you're a believer or you're not, we've all heard about prayer. We've all seen someone pray or we've seen the hashtag pray for this city. we've, We've become so accustomed to the idea of prayer. And that's something that I want to talk about later on in this podcast. But I wanted I wanted to start off by saying this podcast is not to make you feel bad, not to make you feel guilty, because a lot of times when we talk about prayer, most of, most of us are going to admit that we are not great at prayer, that we don't have a great prayer life. We all want to, or most of us want to. If you're in church and you've been in church for a while, you know that something that you long for, that you need, that it's important to have a good Christian life. But the truth is, most of us don't have it. I want to take a couple of seconds and just ask you, when was the last time that you prayed longer than five minutes? Longer than 10 minutes? Longer than 15 minutes? More than an hour? Two hours? Three hours? When was the last time that you prayed more than an hour in a whole week? And like I said, I wanted off by starting to say that this isn't to make you feel bad. I remember when I was a little kid, uh, we would have at the church I used to attend, we would have this vigilias or I don't remember how to say it in English, but like visuals or um, it was just prayer all night. We would start at 10 p.m. and we would end at 6, 7 a.m. And I remember that every time that happened, I made myself a promise. This time, I'm going to stay awake. This time, I'm, I'm going to stay awake at least until coffee time. So around half, half time or half around the time of the prayer, there was this break to just eat bread and coffee. And I never made it. They always just woke me up and say, hey, are you hungry? Do you want a piece of bread? And honestly, I didn't even feel I deserved a piece of bread. I was like, no, I fell asleep. I'm not worthy even of bread, you know. And I would feel bad. I would feel guilty. I would feel like everyone else there that would be able to stay up was a good Christian, and I wasn't. And the truth is, I, I sometimes ask myself the question, what if what if this was like a new video game that I got? Because I remember Christmas time when we would get a new video game, we would put it in the console and start playing till we finished it or till we couldn't anymore. But most of the most of it most of the time it meant we stayed up till like six or seven without a coffee break. And so why could I stay up for a video game, but not to pray. And I found a little bit of peace in in the story in the Bible that Jesus takes some of his disciples, some might say one of his closest disciples with them, and he takes them to pray. Can you imagine? God made man invites you to his private time of prayer, and he's praying with them. And as he's praying with them, the disciples fall asleep. Jesus comes back and they wake up. And I don't even know how I would feel if I felt bad because they woke me up for bread time during a prayer night. How would they feel? 
And then it didn't happen once. It happened again. And what, what I realized from that story is that it's not to make us feel bad. But the truth is, the ones who really miss out by falling asleep is the disciples. They are the ones who, if they fall asleep, they're not going to be able to see what's about to happen, which in the Bible is called the transfiguration. And, and what I'm saying is when we don't pray, like what we lose, we are the ones that end up losing. You know, at the end of the day, God is still God if we pray or not. God is still going to be glorified if we if we pray and exalt his name like he the truth is he does not really need our prayers. But we are the ones that gain something from it. We are the ones that become that feel peaceful, that feel with lives, that feel happy that we we get that source of life that we need when we connect with our maker. It's really intended for us. And when we start understanding that, we're like, okay, God's not really trying to make me feel bad about it, but he is reminding me of it constantly just because he knows that it's a necessity, something that I need for my daily life, for life, for this. Life can get complicated. Life can get hard. And he says, just talk to me. I'm here for you. I promise to be with you always. But are you willing to listen? Are you willing to make the time? So the truth is, we are the ones missing out. But something that I said in the beginning is that we all have heard about prayer. Thankfully, we we live in a country, white to it, located in the USA, and and thankfully we're 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 in a place where the government allows us to pray in public. The government allows us to pray at schools. And uh, uh, recently we had Meet Me at the Poll, which was this moment where students gathered in school and prayed. And and they do it at sporting events. And they do it in many places. And it's something that is so interesting to me because everyone there, even if they're believers or not believers, they respect this moment. They just kind of stay quiet. And even if... Even if they don't believe, some of them even close their eyes out of respect. So what I'm trying to say is that the idea of prayer has become so common to us. It's something that you do before you eat. It's something that you do before you sleep. something that you do before you play a, a game. But do we really understand what it means? Do we really understand what, what this is happening what's happening as we pray i want you to take a moment and think of that person that you admire the most celebrity precedent um, someone that you know or it's almost impossible for you to have a conversation with just think of 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 him or her someone that you've always wanted to talk to and then imagine that you get your phone and you go through your contacts and you realize that you have him or her in your contacts and you have the ability to call. How would your first call be? 
imagine that it, you'd be super nervous. I'm like, hello, is this? Yes, this is him. I, I can't believe I'm talking to you. This is so amazing. Uh, how? I, I don't even know what to say. I, I didn't think you were going to answer. <laughs> it's okay. Like, we might be in awe. We might not be able to talk. We, we wouldn't even know what to say. Because that person that you admire, that you love, that you wanted to know about, now is having a conversation with you. But then I want you to keep thinking, what if you call him every day for like a year? I'm thinking that after 365 days, you're going to be like, hey, how's it going today? Did you go to, did you do what you said you were going to do yesterday? Maybe that awe, that amazement starts to fade away because we become used to it. Could it be possible to never lose that amazement? That same awe and bewilderment that you had on day one, is it possible to have it every single day? And the truth is, that's what's happening sometimes with our prayer life. We forget how amazing it is. We forget what we're really doing. And we made it so normal. We made it a sporting event thing. We made it a meal thing. But do you understand what it is? I wanted you to take a moment, understand what, what prayer is. It's the God of the universe. The God that created everything, the God of the universe that created everything, heaven and earth that created the stars and the moon, the, the God that holds everything with his hand is saying, you can talk to me directly. You don't have to talk to through someone. You can just talk to me. You're going through something hard. Talk to me. You're going through something good. Talk to me. But do you understand that this is an, a holy moment? There was a moment in the Bible that when God would talk to his people, like in Exodus, when he would talk to Moses, there was thunder and loud noises and the sky would change color and everyone was in awe. It was like, I can't believe this is happening. God is talking to a normal human. And everyone was in awe because they saw this flashing of lights and sounds. But now because we can do it inside our room and even laying down in bed, we felt it's not as amazing. I want you to, today, after listening to this podcast, if you can do one thing, and before you pray, just read the Bible. Read a little bit about who he is. The Bible is full of describing his glory. And before you pray, read it and just be like, that's who I'm about to talk to. That's the God I'm about to have a conversation and he's willing to listen to me. He wants to make the time for me. I, why? And, and we would go into this conversation with awe, with fear, with love, with just bewilderment and just being, I want to hear your voice. Imagine if we really had this attitude if not only us, but the whole world, if we prayed in the sporting event and the person before we did the kickoff said, everyone, let's pray. What a graduation ceremony. Imagine, it's just like, we're going to pray. And everyone's like, the people that are not believers or 
imagine they'll be like, this is crazy. They're about to talk to to their God, you know, the one that created the heavens and the earth, like everything that they talk to him, he listens like, man, this is so, this is like, ah, oh, we, we gotta be careful. Cause, cause, cause they, they, they got like, they got something good. Like God is going to listen to them. Imagine if everyone saw that and felt that. But sometimes we just say, oh, prayer, something that is normal. I love in the Bible verse when Isaiah is before God and he just like, like he just falls to the ground. He's like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to be in front of you. And then and God puts this stone upon his mouth and just starts purifying him. And But he's just like, I'm, he's just saying, holy, I'm not worthy to be with you. I'm not worthy to be in front of you. That's the attitude that we should have always of like, you are so holy. You are so amazing. And I get to be with you. And I assure you, our prayer life will change. Can you pray today with awe? Can you pray today believing? And the reason we wanted to start with prayer as the number one thing is because it's the foundation of anything you're going to be doing. I know I said this is if you want to do an event or if you want to start ministry or you want to take your next step in your purpose. But this also applies if you want to get married, you want to get a job, if you want to apply to a school. Why take a step without direction? I remember that every single time that I'm about to leave from my apartment to anywhere that I don't know, I'm a little afraid to start driving without putting my GPS because I know if I start driving without the GPS and then I put it on halfway through or a couple of minutes after, I'm going to be like, oh, I needed it. Like it would have been way faster if I took a right. And a lot of us, we start driving or walking our lives without putting the GPS and then we're like, we'll put it halfway through. We'll pray later on. And then God said, if you would have listened to me since the beginning, you would have know where to go and would have saved a lot of heartaches, a lot of frustrations. So before you start anything, are you willing to take a step back and pray? Before you start anything, are you willing to hear the voice of God for your life? And before you start anything, are you willing to pray in all with amazement? Read the Bible before you pray next time. And, and I believe new purpose will begin. That God is willing to show us what's your next step if we are willing to hear him. The reason I believe and we believe prayer is so important is because we've seen it in our lives. Maybe you've been to a white toy event, maybe you haven't, and maybe you will someday, or maybe you will never. But if you've never been to a white toy event, and you're just an ex-spectator, you can see how God moves. And you can see how youth and young adults raise their hands and run to the altar without maybe even doing an altar call. They cry in their seats they they have 
not only an encounter with God, but a transformation begins to happen. They take their next step and that makes our heart full of joy. And everyone can see that. But the truth is no one has seen or many have not seen the countless hours of prayer that we invest before the event. The event might last four or five hours, or if it's a two, three-day event, it could last a couple of hours, but no one sees the countless hours that we take to pray for an event of a couple of hours. Because we understand that we can have the best lights and we can have the best music and we can have the best everything, the best speaker, the best decorations, the best designs, everything. But if God is not really with us, it will be pointless. And that applies to a lot of different things. You can have the best job, you can end up marrying, you can end up with the kids, you can end up going to school and getting your master's and PhD. You can do all these things, but you can you will still feel empty if God is not with you. You would feel like your life has no purpose. It's heartbreaking to see the stories of all these people who seem okay and they're rich and and yet they're still inside. They feel like even though they have a lot, they have nothing. And maybe it is not just for rich people, it's for everyone. I don't know how you're feeling today. I don't know if you're feeling good today or you feel you've had a bad day maybe. But I just want you to know that today is a moment that you can take a step back. I said before I take any other steps, I need to talk to the one who created me and knows me. And even if you don't know him, he knows you. And even if you've never been to a church, he can meet you just where you are. That's what's so amazing of him and his love. Many will see the success of Y2O or the events or the lives that God is transforming. But not many will see the prayer. Something that you, you get to know because you hear this podcast is before Y2O started, I remember being in a room six, seven months before Y2O even began, or even the name Y2O was a thing. Praying in my room every single day for like six or seven months, crying, praying, and literally seeing kids that would raise their hand and young kids that, that would give their life to Jesus and I would be praying and I was like, God, you I don't know who they are, but I pray for him and I pray for her and I pray for this, for what you're doing in this city. Through prayer, I was able to just not just pray, but like, ho hopefully this happens, but believing it will happen. The prayer life will be the foundation that would hold you up for 
when the event or whatever God has for you. If you plan an event, if you go into ministry, you get married, if you get a job, anything fill in the blank, without God really in it, you will not be able to hold it. But the prayer process, the prayer time is what gives you the, the strength and gives you the courage and gives you the anointing and gives you the wisdom to understand what decisions to make, what to do, when to do, what to do, how to do it. That's why we really wanted to start with prayer. And eventually, when someone says, hey, how are you? How is this ministry so big? Like, you guys are really good. Like, you have really good music. And uh, it's like, nah, you didn't see the two, three years of prayer that God had really, that we had to go through. You didn't see all the preparation behind doors of us just talking to God and pouring our hearts to Him and he, and Him giving us direction and purpose and understanding as to where we're going. I don't know where you're going, but I know whoever you are, we all are about, we all are making decisions, big decisions today in a couple of days. And I want to take a couple of minutes and ask you, what are the big decisions that you're about to make? Are you going to get married? Are you thinking of changing jobs? Changing cities? Should you become a pastor? Should you become the youth leader? Should you step down from youth ministry? I don't know. Don't take a decision. Just pure on emotion, fear, doubt. Let's not be a generation that we're moved by circumstances, by good things, but bad things. Let's be a generation that we're moved by the voice of God. And now we know that that voice is God himself talking to us. So let's talk to him with awe and amazement. So I want to end this prayer, this moment, this podcast with a prayer. So if, wherever you are, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But if you are sitting down, Let's just close your eyes and pray. God, it's you. The God that created the heavens and the earth, you are. It's it's just you. And you talk to us and you allow us to be in this moment with you. How can it be that you love us so much? God, forgive us for our sins, and and we just want to exalt your name and say you're holy. God, and today, we're longing for your voice and your direction. Please, God, we understand that you are you're the beginning and the end. You are the one that guides our steps. Without you, we are nothing. Help us understand what is our next purpose. And I want to pray for all those people who who have been doing a lot of things and they felt empty and void and right now they're understanding that the reason they felt like that is because they've taken this a route without a gps without talking to you without you in it and then they can come home and then you can still redirect them and reroute their steps and god forgive us we accept you as your lord and savior we need you. We need your direction at any event, any plan, anything that we're going to be doing. Let it be your will in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. This was, we're off to a great start. 
This is podcast number one of season three. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Join the vision.